0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies, they create them. Now, here are your hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis.
1: Welcome to Best Search Strategies presented by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Find out more at engineready.com. Well, thanks for joining us today. I'm Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready. And I'm joined by my co-host, the CEO of Engine Ready, Jamie Smith.
2: Hey, Brian. How's it going? Hey, Jamie.
1: Uh, today we're going to be talking about improving your pay-per-click results through the use of geotargeting. Um, before we get started, just want to quickly explain what you can look forward to in our Best Search Strategies shows in the coming months. Uh, the Best Search Strategies series is a, a monthly show on Webmaster Radio. And we developed this show for listeners to learn about current state-of-the-art search strategies and tools with the ultimate goal to help search marketers increase conversions and lower ad costs. Uh, throughout the year, we're probably going to have some uh, some big names joining uh, Jamie and I. And uh, if you have any topics that you'd like us to, to discuss or cover, uh, please let us know. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. And uh, Jamie, let's start talking about the ways uh, marketers can use geo-targeting in their PPC campaigns to help uh boost their ROI. And and I think probably one of the best places to start is why don't you just give us a brief overview of uh, of what geotargeting is in Google?
2: Sure. Yeah, geotargeting is really advanced or and evolved over uh the last couple of years. Um I always like to start off with a definition um, in terms of what is geotargeting uh based upon Wikipedia or wherever you get your information uh but geotarget is is the method of determining the geolocation, the physical location of a website visitor and delivering different content to that visitor based on his or her location such as country, state, city, uh, zip code. So with that being said, um technically speaking, uh there's been a lot of changes and and uh and, and and it's benefited the marketer. We can get much more granular than we used to be able to. Um and that allows us to to only pay for uh, visitors that are in a certain location, uh, or exclude visitors in a certain location. Um, in terms of Google and how Google treats uh, geo-targeting, I'll use an example uh, for those of you who are targeting visitors in a city, let's say uh, San Diego. Um, by the way, it's 75 and sunny for the second straight day down here in San Diego. Have you been enjoying the weather, Brian?
1: Yeah, I can't can't beat this April weather.
2: My parents are actually visiting from Vermont, and they're uh, really enjoying the uh, the warm weather in comparison to the last few snowstorms of the winter. Um, yeah, but,
1: but uh, you're anyway. not going to get off on a tangent here, but I'll tell you what, Jamie, the uh, <clears throat> the weather's nice, but the shaking ground, I'm getting a little tired of that.
2: Did you feel that earthquake today? Yep. Uh, we've been getting, uh, I think it's warming up for the big one, so it might, might be time to move out of uh, Southern California.
1: Yeah, well I've got my little dinghy here ready to go off in the water when California sinks. But anyway, <laughs> hey let's uh let's get back to to uh geotargeting in Google. And you and you were mentioning that uh some examples of how, how Google treats geotargeting.
2: Yeah, in terms of uh specifically when you go to set up these campaigns and, and most people are using geo targeting, at least starting with um nationally or just the United States and and other more advanced users are are um, are targeting cities and all the way down to uh... Um, states and cities and all the way down to the zip code um, but you you got to be careful when you do use it um, to make sure you understand that even though you're geo targeting for the example san diego uh... san diego lawyer or san diego dentist uh... that doesn't mean that just visitors in the san diego location um, are going to be seeing your ads um... Uh, google does a um, um, a generous thing by matching you <laughs> with visitors that are searching with the keyword san Diego but that may not be in the location of San Diego, for example, if I search uh, San Diego Dentist and i 'm in New York City by using the keyword san diego uh, they 're going to show your ad even though you 're just geo targeting san diego so it 's important that um, you realize that you will be getting traffic outside of the physical location. Uh, with geotargeted match typing and how they expand you across um, search queries that include the city and state that you're um, geotargeting.
1: Yeah, I've, I've had some people who have asked me that question. They say hey, there's got to be a bug in Google's geotargeting because uh, I'm targeting a certain location, but outside that location, they're seeing my ads, and it's like, well, did you include your city? In, uh, did, the, did, the, did the searcher include the city in the search query? And they said, yes, and, then, well, that's, that's exactly the reason why. What, what are some of the, the different ways that Google determines the location uh, of a searcher?
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty much generally based upon your, your Internet connection or your IP address. So uh, based upon the location of your Internet uh, service provider, um, they're going to deem that that's the location that you're searching, and most of the time it's um, it's pretty accurate. It's it's gotten the technology's gotten much much better uh, in terms of um, effectiveness and and actually accuracy. Um, back in the old days, um, it still happens a little bit, but with AOL America Online's big connection hub was in Virginia, um, and eighty percent of your traffic always came Virginia just because uh, that was where their their um, uh, servers were located, uh, but that's, uh, you know, that's, that was a long time ago, and now, uh, typically, uh, it's, it's quite accurate uh, based upon which um, Internet service provider you're using. So based upon your IP address and the location of that IP address, that's what they're going to be using to serve you, the surfer or the, um, the user, uh, different content and different advertisers that are, that are targeting that location that um, your IP address represents.
1: And, and how should a company assess whether it's worth the effort to go ahead and set up geo targeting for for their uh, their campaigns?
2: It's a, it's a good question, and it's something that uh, every advertiser should evaluate. It, it it seems that you really should be using geo targeting. Um, unless you're, you're just going to run your ads globally and, and you're one of those organizations that, that as long as they're searching for this keyword, I don't care where they are in the world, I want visitors that search this particular keyword or search phrase to see my ad. That's a very rare um, scenario in that very few companies do operate globally. Um, so if we start to take a domestic look that most of the companies that uh, we deal with are here in the United States, uh, they're going to advertise either North America, which will include Canada, or just the united states um, and then you can get into um, obviously a little more granularity at the state and city level but in terms of you uh, as an advertiser deciding am i going to use this feature it's really about understanding your customers uh... who are my target customers where are they located um, is there a particular city or state that, that, that um, represents a large portion of my customer base? If that's the case, maybe I want to get more aggressive in that city or state. And so you need to look into your customer demographics and identify where, what are the top cities and states that, that most of my customers live, um, and, and vice versa. Is there a city or state or area in the, uh, the country that, that I've, I've never had a customer from? Uh, and maybe it's not worth paying for visitors in that city or state because um I've never once sold a customer on my product or service in that location so I'm not going to uh, advertise in that area. Uh so once you identify here's my target market, here's where they're located and either I'm going to equally uh attribute my ad budget across all those cities and states or I'm going to get more granular and refine my campaign around where I potentially could get a much higher return because it's already proven based upon my customer database that I have more customers in this location uh, so I can justify setting up a geo-targeting, maybe spending a little bit more uh, for visitors in that location, uh, or vice versa, excluding some some locations.
1: And I think, you know, another opportunity that that uh, I've heard about that that a lot of companies are missing out on is if they sell their, let's say they sell their products throughout the country uh, and they've got one physical presence, uh, let's say in New York, let's say they sell uh, promotional pens, and their office is located in New York, they may want to set up a separate geo-targeted campaign in the New York area and perhaps bid a little bit more aggressively, at least test this out, because uh, people who, who reside in the New York area may feel more comfortable doing business with a New York-based company, and, and therefore uh, the company may have a higher conversion rate and, and be willing to pay a higher average cost per click. So I think the message there is uh, you know, just because you sell all over the, the, the U.S. or all over the world, doesn't mean you're not, you, you should not think of yourself as a candidate for geotargeting your campaigns. Correct. Uh, now, just, re- uh, Jamie, real briefly, uh, in Google we set up geotargeting at the campaign level. How, how should that impact uh, marketers, uh, their account structure strategies?
2: That's actually really important, and I don't want to get cut off, so why don't we take a quick break, and, and we'll cover that when we get back, um, in terms of how important it is when you organize your campaigns, there's a lot of effort and a lot of energy being put into creating tight, tightly-knit ad groups to drive quality score. Everyone's concerned about their quality score and how you organize your ad groups and your campaigns. But that same account architecture is going to have a very big impact when you, when you add in geotargeting, and we can explain that when we get back.
1: Okay, super. So uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk more about that. And I also want to let everybody know that at the uh, at the last section of our, our show, we're actually going to be telling people how they can use geotargeting as a competitive shield. So you definitely want to stick around for that. So uh, stay with us. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back.
0: Stay tuned for more Best Search strategy. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find the direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com/wmr. That's egrabber.com/wmr.
1: Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need—that's what the Jar Group is all about. The Jar Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions, custom tailored for affiliate, search, and social media. The Jar Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how The Jar Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The Jar Group, online marketing with measurable results. Ecom experts Mondays at six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies; they create them. Here are your hosts.
1: Well, welcome back to Best Search Strategies. Uh, we're talking about geotargeting, and before the break, Jamie, you were mentioning how geotargeting is available at the campaign level on Google and how that should really impact a marketer's account structure strategies. Uh, why don't you review a little bit about uh, how that's going to work?
2: Yeah, it's important that you realize that at the ad group level, you're not able to geotarget. So if you have a campaign set up, uh, if we continue this, this topic along dentists, um, if you have a campaign set up for cavities, and you are you have multiple locations in different cities well if your ad groups um, are are broken into you know replace your black filling cavities versus are you having pain with your cavities and different keywords around those um, search queries uh if you're not um, breaking them into separate campaigns you won't be able to geotarget at the ad group level um, so it's important that when you decide to target you may have to restructure some of your keyword ad groups into campaigns that are going to be set for a particular city, state, country, or zip code.
1: And, and speaking of, of zip code, what what different options does Google give us to set up geo-targeted campaigns? I mean, is it can we go all the way down to the zip code level? Can we um, let's say I've got you know I've got different territories in an Excel file, and I just want to copy and paste those in. Is is, can I, is it pretty flexible with the way we can set up our, our geo-target?
2: yeah in terms of the the geo targeting settings uh in Google and we're focusing on google but but many of these settings are the same uh, within yahoo and m s n uh, but if you were to look at uh, google they they break it into four categories uh, bundles, browse, search, and custom and if you start at the bundles level you're you're going to be geotargeting at the country or territory or regions um, and uh, you can select a bundle. Uh, which could be, you know, United States, which would include all fifty states, um, and, and and work your way in from there. If you decide to to actually search for a particular city, state, zip code, then you can get more granular um, at the um, um, uh, custom uh, geotargeting settings. So when you go into custom settings, this is where you can specify uh, a specific zip code. Um, uh, a city name, a state name, uh, and it will allow you to draw uh, um, uh, 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 an area um, that you want to geo-target. So you can get very, very granular uh, using the custom geotargeting uh, in Google. Um, but it's important that um, you realize there's a there's a reverse psychology here between geo-targeting and excluding um, states, and uh, we'll talk about that because from the SERP or the search results uh, page, um, it, it's going to display differently if you're geo-targeting versus running a national campaign and excluding certain states or cities.
1: And, and how how will that look different?
2: Well, for example, if you make a, a, a do a search um, um, for San Diego dentist, uh, you're going to see uh, some ads are going to include uh, the keyword. Um, I'm sorry, the location San Diego. Some uh, ads are going to show the location, California, and sub-ads aren't going to show any location. Unless you're in the top three, the top three never reveal um, your location. If you are geotargeting or not, the consumer or the searcher is not able to tell. Uh, but if you are geotargeting and you're in position four through ten, uh, it will list uh, what you are doing as, a, as a, a geotargeting strategy, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, and I'll explain for the example, San Diego Dentist, uh, if I'm looking for a, a, a dentist and it's an emergency, if I'm in pain, uh, I want to know that, uh, that I'm dealing with a, with a local company and I'm looking to um, to drive in and, and get my mouth worked on. Uh, so seeing an ad that uh, is com forward slash San Diego versus an ad that has, you know, 4520 Executive Drive San Diego, I know that that local address that's being displayed in the search results page is a local dentist, and I'm probably going to click on that ad uh, versus an 800 dentist, which is probably a call center, and then they'll reroute me to a, a dentist, more more likely a lead generation strategy. So there's a positive effect uh, for someone that does want to deal with a local business. Uh, the negative is that there's a perceived um, small business a, a stigma attached to a lot of um, uh, uh, local businesses. So when you do disclose that, hey, I'm am just advertising in San Diego. Sometimes uh, consumers can can make the the um, assumption that oh, that's just a small business. They're they're just geo targeting this area. I'm looking to deal with a large or more established company. Uh, so the workaround for that is to obviously test it. You need to test it. Uh, do I perform better when I show that I'm actually geo-targeting in this particular city or state? Uh, or is it better to run my ads uh, nationally but exclude all 49 states except California or all cities except San Diego? And that way, my ad doesn't show that I'm geo-targeting It actually looks like I'm running a national campaign, which can give me... Uh, the perception of a larger company. Um, but, I, but even though I do have the controls as an advertiser, I'm only paying for visitors in that location, but my search results uh, don't show
1: that. Right. And, and I think uh, another good thing to test is for companies that have, let's say that they, they do computer repair services in the Los Angeles area. And Los Angeles has, uh, I don't know, probably about almost maybe a dozen different area codes for the phone numbers. Uh, they may want to test Setting up different geo-targeted campaigns that go to different landing pages with different area code phone numbers that all forward back to the same number. In other words, uh, if my computer as a customer, if my is broken and I want I want it fixed, if I go to a, a landing page that has an area code that's similar to my area code, I'm going to right away think that this company is a lot closer and more convenient. And uh, I've actually heard some pretty good results when companies go ahead and geo-target that way and, and actually direct the traffic two different landing pages based on uh, the location uh, of the the geo-targeted campaign.
2: Yeah, you know what's interesting about that, Brian, is um, we did a study um, in terms of uh, local versus toll-free numbers, and it sort of, um, you know, is is a similar conversation to what we're having now, um, which is you know, building specific landing pages uh, that have a local number Um, with them, or building specific landing pages to marry the search query. Both are extremely um, good strategies to execute and will typically improve your conversion rate, your engagement, uh, and your overall profit uh, when you do build these specific landing pages. The study we did uh, was based upon um, five cities, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, I'm sorry, four cities. Um, and within those four cities, we served up uh, an 800 number, and we also served up the local phone number. And um, the local number uh, actually uh, converted better than the toll-free number, uh, which is something to consider if you uh, do any geotargeting. You may want to consider uh, using local numbers in that area uh, to get
1: um, um, a higher conversion rate. Well, good, good, good stuff, Jamie. Hey, we're going to step away again for one more quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can use geo-targeting to fool your competition. Use it as a competitive shield, so you're definitely going to want to hear this. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies.
2: Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in
1: one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local social and search plus the advertising arsenal of PPC SEM contextual display and more AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility from emailers to domain redirects AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage admedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions learn everything AdMedia can do for you today sign up at admedia.com admedia strong roi made simple how do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with the answer is simple markethealth.com where health and wealth connect Are you an affiliate?
0: If yes, you'll pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance-based. Listen to what I'm telling you, because this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need? Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not Lacking, don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where to it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Affiliate Wire Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on Webmaster Radio.FM. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts.
1: We're back now on Best Search Strategies on Webmaster Radio FM, and uh, we've been discussing geotargeting, what it is, when you should use it, and best practices for implementation. We're uh, now going to talk a little bit about how you can your competition and use geo-targeting as a competitive shield it's uh, a strategy that uh, we've called Operation Camouflage and and Jamie, uh, talk a little bit about what Operation Camouflage is and and, uh, how it can really help companies fool their competitors
2: Sure, yeah, Operation Camouflage was developed It's almost three years now Um, um, it was just a simple strategy that um, uh, allows you to either hide from your competition uh, decrease the amount of uh, potential click fraud, uh, and it also allows you to hide or keep your best-performing ads private. Um, and, the, and the concept behind it um, is obviously the name, c- camouflage, to try to blend in and hide um, from your competition, just to simply find the location of your top three to five competitors or however many you'd like to, to um, um, uh, use this strategy on. Once you've identified the location of your main, main competitors that you know are clicking on your ads every day, uh, that you know are checking your landing pages, that are looking at your ad creative, if you find and create an ad copy that's just just doing extraordinarily well, you may want to keep that ad copy out of sight uh, from your competition. So by setting up a geotarded campaign for the location of your competitors, you can then serve up a different ad or lower your bids so you're not even on uh, the first page um, of of the location that your competitor is in uh, so they don't even see you as a threat. Um, the concept works fairly well um, if, uh, if and only if uh, your competitor is doing their search marketing in-house um, in, then obviously that's going to be uh, someone that's going to be checking the results and, and optimizing and seeing the ads uh, but if they're using an agency um, you've got a problem because obviously that agency may not be located in the same location. So, three three things you got to factor in: Are they using an agency? Number one. Number two: If your competitor is in a major city, that's obviously going to cause a problem because I'm I'm lowering my bids to hide from my competitor, but at the same time I'm hiding from my potential customers. Uh, and the third is if you're a local business, then that means that all of your uh, competitors are in the same location. Uh, so, version One worked well, um, but then we realized that there were some uh, scenarios where they were either using an agency in a different location. The competitor was in a major city or it was a local business that couldn 't execute um, operation camouflage. Uh, but what we did is we we um, went back to the drawing board and came up with operation Camouflage version two, which is simply if you 're able to identify the i p uh, of your competitor. Simply send them an email from, um, obviously, your, your non-corporate email address saying, I'd like to request information. Um, when you get that email back, you can go into the message options, and there's an X originating IP address. Typically, 60% of the time, over half of the time, that IP address is also um, the um, internet uh, IP address where they're connecting to the internet half of the time it's you know people you use a different mail server than their internet connection server so it won't always match but it gives you one additional layer of protection where i can ex- use the google feature um ip exclusion uh which is simply adding ip addresses that um you do not want um your ads to be shown for um and when when there's a search query done from that location using that ip address which will be the corporate office of your competitor they won't see your ads uh, that's definitely the most granular way to approach this uh, strategy uh, and allows your competition not to see your ads, or if they do see your ads, they're not going to see your best ad creative. Um, and you decrease the amount of clicks that they uh, do on your ads, uh, and you also um, obviously are, are able to uh, sort of outmaneuver them and, and uh, uh, run your ads um, nationally um, with your winning ad creative.
1: That's a great idea for companies that sell a commodity type of a product where there's, uh, there's not a lot of differentiation, and, and uh, about the only differentiation really is going to be the price. And so a lot of times you'll see in these AdWords ads, you know, company offering 20% off and then someone else offering 25% off. So that you, you could target your competitors uh, with an ad that says, uh, you know, let's say they're saying 20% off. You could target your ad to, the, to your competitors that says 15% off when you're really targeting your ad to your potential customers at 25% off, and uh, and almost put an end to uh, uh, kind of that, that inflation of, of discounts going back and forth. So uh, that's, that's, uh, that, that is a very, very, very cool idea. Uh, Jamie, what, what, are, what are your final thoughts on, uh, on what companies then should, let's, you know, talk to the companies that are not using geotargeting because they don't think they fit the mold. What, is, what is, are your, your final suggestions on what those companies should be doing?
2: Yeah, you know it's it's really a matter of um survival with the, the, the cost per click uh and the uh the black box approach that Google's been taking in terms of quality score and other factors and uh your costs are are for most of our clients are 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 going up uh... in terms of uh... the way that google's treating inventory and, and decreasing your ability to use the long tail and kind of matching everything together they're decreasing the inventory and with less inventory then obviously prices go up so it's really critical that you use geo targeting to um, create a competitive advantage you also have to use negative keywords now um, and y- you also should be using day parting if um... if you want to run your ads uh, monday through friday during business hours if you're going to run during the weekends are you going to run at night um, use those filters uh... to optimize your budget so that you're only paying for visitors in the location that you want during the times of days that you can service them uh... and for the keywords that are relevant for your business uh, product or service uh, so this has obviously been a show focused on the geotargeting aspect, uh, but you do need to use those other features in addition to geotargeting. And if you're not using them, you're exposing yourself to paying for a lot of clicks uh, for visitors that are outside of your um, target market's location, uh, and you're also potentially paying for clicks outside of the time uh, that you can service them. Uh, so it's critical that you, you go into your analytics, uh, identify these locations, uh, where the majority of your visitors are coming from, or more importantly, where the majority of your sales and leads are coming from, uh, and then go ahead and, and, and set up these campaigns uh, using geo Well,
1: great, Jamie. Thanks. That's uh, that's some real good information, and I think you kind of gave us a clue as to what some of our upcoming shows are going to be about. Too, uh, we can talk about uh, we definitely talk about a whole show about uh, ad scheduling, also known as day partying. Hey, I wanted to mention that. Uh, Jamie will be speaking at the Internet Retailer Conference in Chicago on June 10th, so uh, if you're out in the Chicago area, please stop by and visit him there. And both Jamie and I are going to be at the upcoming AFCON 2010 conference that is uh, hosted by Webmaster Radio. That's going to be in Denver on June 21st, so uh, we'd love to see you there. Um, Also, if you have any questions, or suggestions, you can uh, email me at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at engineready.com, uh, Jamie's email address is Jamie J A M I E at EngineReady.com. dot uh, com. Next time we're going to be on our next show, going to be talking about what I think is a is a pretty unusual case study. Uh, this it's a study of a well known company that actually achieved better PPC results by not bidding on their brand name. Yes, not bidding on their brand name, they actually got better PPC results. We're going to have a special guest uh, next month to we'll be talking about how that's the case, and maybe that could even be the case for you. Uh, remember that you can catch new episodes of Webmaster Radio uh, every third Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific That's the Best Search Strategy shows on, on Webmaster Radio FM. And you can find archives of all of our episodes on webmasterradio.fm inside the Search Engine Marketing channel or on iTunes, or uh, we also have a link that says Best Search Strategies on the left-hand map. Again, want to thank everybody for uh, for listening in. Jamie, thanks so much for uh, your valuable insight once again. And uh, we'll talk with everybody next month. Bye bye.